Welcome to another edition of That's Rap Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jay Rosales. Joining me is Dre and our wonderful producer, Jason. Guys, we've swept for the first time ever. How does it feel? Woohoo! To our Filipino listeners, Wallis. Wallis. Bustauta Wallis, which is Tagalog or Filipino for broom. Sweep them away, boys. Look, at the end of the day, this was a depleted Brooklyn Nets team missing a lot of their key players, but they all tried their damn hardest. They did not give up one second. Even at the end of this game, they did not give up one second. So the fact that we also didn't give up and we also still treated this very seriously makes me proud of of this sweep. The fact that were they depleted? Yes. But was this like effortless? Not necessarily. So this is the first sweep in Raptors history. And what makes it especially good is the fact that the Celtics, which are very frightening, also swept the Sixers. But they don't get a chance to rest. We're facing them right away. So congrats, boys. We swept. We did the right thing. We're as close to to exactly what we needed to do to have a more favorable response with the Celtics as possible. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Brooklyn Nets, or I guess RIP to them from the Orlando standpoint. But I got a I got a text from my sister who's also a huge Raptors fan. She's like, you know what? I feel bad for the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm like, zero percent. Because, <laughs> because you guys are gonna be amazing next year, anyways. Sure. You know, granted, hopefully they're everybody's gonna be healthy, everyone's gonna be okay. But you got two all-stars coming back next year, so zero percent. Move on, move over. It's just the Raptors time. Let's go on to the second round. But again. Yeah, you're right, Dre. Shout out to like um, players like Chris uh, Karis Levert, 35 points today. He was he was lights out the entire uh, four games. Tyler Johnson, who uh, got into the starting lineup because of Joe Harris, is out. Who still uh, hope everything is okay, um, but he was still fire. And and you know like this again, yeah, this is the depleted team, but we were just outmatched. And for today's game, I mean, Lowry would. Uh, I hope that Lowry is okay. He rolled an ankle nine minutes into the game. Yeah. Um. So. Honestly, it. I'm hoping it's not as bad because you know you don't have the, these players don't have to fly in and out of uh, the airport, so they can rest their their legs. And I'm not sure when the second uh, round is playing, but hopefully Lowry comes back healthy and ready to go for the second round. But man, we were talking about this before. With there's and and Jay, I'm sure that you, there's got a lot there's a, no, a lot of numbers that we want to throw out there, but I feel like three numbers are quite important. One is 150 points that we just put up in the last game. Two is 100 points. That's right, 100 points from our bench unit. Granted, a lot of our starters were either out or foul trouble, but 100 points? God damn. And three is four wins in a row. This is our first ever sweep in franchise history. Boys, soak it in, man. That's Those numbers are just like sweet music to my ears, uh, specifically the 100 bench points, right? I mean, you think about Ibaka and 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 Powell and how amazing they played and them combining for, uh, I believe it was close to 60 points. And that's just the beginning of it, right? I mean, well, sorry, Powell had, had 29 and uh, Ibaka had 27. And yet that's just the beginning of what the bench was able to provide, right? So... 100 Mm -hmm. points, that is, uh, according to Josh Lewinberg, that's an NBA playoff record, but I believe it may actually be an NBA record period 
because the largest regular season uh, total that I've been able to find is 94. So regardless of if it's a, a NBA record or playoff record, that's freaking that's that's an insane number. Yeah, that is an insane number. I mean, but but this is the thing, right? Like you want to go out on a high. You don't want to have your starters play heavy minutes you want your bench feeling spry and feeling springy you want them to have all the confidence in the world because you know who's up next is someone else who also swept just like Dre Dre said Boston is scary and we're not going to get into it uh, today we're going to actually um, join the SB Nation affiliate for the Boston Celtics uh, and we'll do a Boston versus Raptors a a preview before the uh, round two start but it, the next round is going to be scary, and I'm glad that we went out in a, you know, a pretty high note. Everybody was uh, uh, going crazy, like Norm Powell, Serge Ibaka, Terrence Davis, Matt Thomas even got a couple of good minutes. I mean, it it's just it's nice to know that without our starters uh, in the lineup, our our bench I'd say is one of the top benches, if not the the best bench. I I know that I think on the broadcast, Jack. Jack or Matt said that this bench is the the best performing bench in the bubble in the playoffs of today. Yeah, and I think that goes without saying. Uh, The fact that this was a blowout is one thing, but the fact that the starters weren't a cause of the blowout, a good portion of that was the bench. The bench blew out a team. That's a really good sign. Like The fact that somebody like Lowry, who's a huge asset and I hope he's okay, can get injured and a lot of our players hit foul trouble and we still blow a team out because our bench is busy hitting threes crazy shots breaking a breaking ankles <laughs> if they connected alley-oops i think i was going to lose my goddamn mind like this is our bench this isn't even our bench this is our bench of our bench that is doing this this is our garbage time that is doing this it's phenomenal if we think about how the Raptors have looked since the, the the start of the bubble, they have been the number one defensive team. And while that doesn't make for for exciting basketball for for some viewers, uh, it's really encouraging to see that the Raptors can win in a shootout as well. And this is the thing: is it wasn't necessarily a shootout as it was the Raptors just kept exploiting the Nets' defensive coverage, it, 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 whether. Jared Allen was in the paint or not. Uh, you know, I, the second he went on the bench, you just saw attack after attack after attack. It was absolutely relentless. So, um, you know, again, kudos to the Raps for, for kind of taking care of business. The Nets did admirable in terms of draining their threes and just constantly pushing back and trying to stay in this. But, you know, the, the writing was on the wall once the the ball was thrown in the air for the tip off. Like this was going to be a Raptors sweep. The, um, you know, when we talked about game one and and the adjustments that the team had to make, you know, one thing that we mentioned, and we've mentioned this in the two previous games as well, was that the Raptors got owned in the paint. They were outscored by 20 points and Jared Allen needed to be taken care of guys. The Raptors outscored the Nets by 30 points in the paint. Like there are a ton of numbers to, to ogle at here, but it was just complete domination and at least a, a confident sign from the offense because we know that the next series is not going to be like this. We know that yeah. Boston has the defensive chops to really hurt the Raptors. So, um, yeah, great job by the Raptors. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. ready to look forward. But I have a question for you since you have the stat sheet up. 
What were the what was the number of tur- turnovers for the Raptors? It was eleven. Like you know, a couple of those happened in the fourth quarter when th- essentially the fourth quarter was almost entirely garbage time. So yes. I believe that there were only two or three turnovers in that fourth quarter. So you can look at it as eight for when it was competitive, and the Nets had fourteen. Is that not so much better than what we were doing at the start of the bubble? Like this, this is so good. Yeah, and and that's also kind of what you would you know what we even on this podcast were anticipating, right? Well, when you restart after missing so many months, you're you're going to be a little bit sloppy. Your your field goal percentages are going to be low. You're definitely going to be turning the ball over. And I think now you're seeing a Raptors team that's finding its groove, and that's that's got to be scary if you're a Celtics fan. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um. Yeah. But speaking of like you know the inside presence. We're, I remember talking to a couple of people on Twitter or tweeting at them and say, who, who's going to be like the, the X factor when it comes to the next match. And I feel like it's, it's going to be the, the dynamic duo of, of Norman Powell and Serge Baca coming off the bench. These two, I, I don't know. We said it before 29 points from Powell, 27 from, from Serge. It just seemed like they're in this flow now. They, you know, Norm, is shooting lights out from three. Serge, I, and I saw this on Twitter as well, was a pretty crazy stat. Since his first game in, in the playoffs, he missed his four first shots. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, Serge, what's going on? We got to get you rolling. After that four misses, he went 15 of 15. Then that's into the next couple of games as well. So the fact that Serge Ibaka is, is coming off the bench for Marcus Gasol, that's going to be huge for the Raptors going forward. And again, we're going to talk about it in, in the preview, but I just feel like to when you have someone like Mark and Serge going up against Jerry Allen and, you know, in the next round, Tice, I, that's going to be the X factor. Who's going to control the paint? Who's going to control the physicality? And so many times throughout this game alone, Serge was playing, he was the man amongst boys. He just looked stronger, more determined. He just knew where he wanted his shots in those threes choose in the paint and the rebounds Serge looked fantastic and it's it's really great to watch someone like him who sometimes he struggles yes and sometimes he makes uh, unnecessary decisions but his shots looking nice his bounce is looking good and I know that he was out for the last three games I believe or two games in the in the seeding games he looks nice and fresh and the fact that he didn't have to play that many minutes only uh just under 20 minutes looking fantastic for round number two how concerned yeah. are we about uh, about Lowry's ankle? Oh, I mean, I don't. So the thing is, that ankle, I'm I'm not a doctor. I I, I don't know uh, much about you know muscle movement and when it comes to you know ligaments. But I just feel like when it comes to ankles, it's tricky. If it's not like a high ankle sprain or if it's like you know a grade two sprain or something like that, I feel like you know ice it, uh, let don't don't put pressure on it, and I think you'll be okay. Kyle's a little bit, he's you know he's a little bit older, but historically he's kind of been okay, I guess, when it comes to injuries. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, like yes, he he's been out with injuries, but like he's always come back nice and fresh. He's he he's been okay, and and he hasn't really had history with in, ankle injuries as well. So I'm not too concerned. I am concerned if you see like a pending or like a TBD or you know game time decision when it comes to like the first game of Boston. But re- at this moment, I feel like I, I, I'm not too concerned. Are you on the same page, Dre? Yeah. Luckily, when it comes to how it affects our team, we have a very solid team. Obviously, you want somebody to go head-to-head with Kemba Walker and 
that would be Kyle Lowry, who would be like a, a great matchup for him. Uh, luckily, if we had to move things around and have Fred Van Vliet there, maybe, I think we'd also be in a really good position. So on that front, I'm not too concerned. However, uh, losing such a big player in terms of what they could bring, that's never a good loss to have. But uh, when it comes to, you know, I don't see this as anything close to like a Ben Simmons missing from the 76ers where it's like, well, now they're just like completely not even the same team. Like they're not going to work. They're going to fall apart. I don't see that at all. So at least from a team aspect, we're fine. But it's Kyle Lowry. Those are how many charges that we're going to be missing. That's uh, how many open spaces created by him or um, crazy maneuvering when it comes to the schematics of, of, our, of our separate plays for each time we bring the ball in or defensively. He brings a lot to the table. So uh, we will be fine without him, but obviously it's preferred if we have him. So I, I hope that this is minor, and I hope that he just didn't return tonight more so because, hey, we were going to win anyway. This isn't important. Let's treat this now and make sure that it's not a liability. So fingers crossed for Kyle Lowry. Uh, we can only do our best, and luckily our best is quite good without him. So obviously I'd like to see him there, but I'm not too concerned. But again, it's the Boston Celtics. We need everything that we have, obviously. Yeah, and uh, I would agree with both with both you said. Um but I, I think I would even say that even I'm even less concerned uh, than than the two of you. I would even I, if I think it, if it was a different scenario, let's say the the Raptors were down two one in the series, you, you kind of get the feeling he might have showed up again. We we have I have no idea yeah. what kind of what kind of injury this is, but you know seeing how the Raptors were up three zero in the series and they have an answer for every th- single thing that the Nets can offer. I could totally see a scenario where, like, you know, Kyle Lowry's like, yeah, you guys are good without me. You don't need me. So mm-hmm. I could totally see sure. him just running on the treadmill right now and being totally fine and just getting ready for the next series. So I'm not concerned. And we know that even if he is at 50 percent, he's he's going to play. He's he's a gamer, right? Like he's he's going to suit up. So I'm not concerned. Uh, the earliest since we're looking ahead a bit here. The earliest possible start date for a Raptors Celtics round two game one would be on Thursday. However, that also relies on the fact that I, that probably relies on the fact that the other series all kind of come to an end or come close to an end. And while that may be the case with Miami and maybe even Milwaukee, um, you know, we're not really sure what's going to happen out west. You know, we already know the. The Clippers and, and Mavs are going to go six at least, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of dependent on other series. But uh, if they happen mm-hmm. to go that way, that we, we could see Toronto-Boston as early as Thursday. Yes, sir. And you're thinking about, uh, yeah, again, I feel like from game one, it was hard not to think about Toronto and Boston uh, for the second round, which really should be the Eastern Conference Finals. But this has long been waiting, right? We've We've long waited for... Uh, a sweep um we've long waited for an easy and a non i guess nervous playoffs for the raptors we've never had that before and now we do it's kind of hard to even fathom the fact that we just swept remember the times when the raptors got swept I- i'm sorry to bring it up but remember the times when the raptors got swept by the wizards yeah. remember the times multiple times that the raptors got swept by the Cavs. we just swept the team 
you know we just came to a now we're at a point where we're sweeping teams and and where the opposing team fan bases are just going to be like we'll just look for next year this that's incredible that this is your toronto raptors right now raptors fans like it's it the fact that we're going to face a a well-rounded boston celsius team but not thinking that we're going to lose knowing that it's going to be a fantastic series man i can't wait last last couple thoughts before we break jay or dre let's let's do this go raptors (laughs) raps in six baby all right yes sir yeah again like i said jay jay is actually going to be on vacay for for the week uh it it, happy belated birthday jay by the way dre uh will look out uh for us on twitter at that's a rep pod and on on instagram at that's rep podcast we will be uh our next episode is going to be a preview of the boston uh celtics and toronto raptors round two with the guys at uh the sba nation affiliate Celtics podcast so look out for that it's going to be a fun it's going to be a long it's going to be a heated one uh, because myself and Dre will be there uh, duking out with the Celtics fanatics so until next time until round two what is baby that's a wrap <laughs>